Welcome to the Seed of Life Church Houston social media church broadcast. I'm your host, Pastor Ella Stelly. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of Seed of Life Church Houston, we welcome you to another edition of Seed of Life Lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come to you today and we ask and we pray that you will anoint and bless your people as they hear the word of God today. I pray, Father God, that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for all the signs and all the wonders and all the miracles of God that you're going to do for these, your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, our current status here at Seed of Life is that uh, we're going to go back into service. On June 2020, around the second or third Sunday of June, we plan on restarting our services at Seed of Life Church Houston. Well, one, one of the things we want you to understand is that here at this church, we're watching everything around us. We're taking in good information and we're being led by the Holy Spirit. And when the spirit of God says the same, then we'll go back into our full services. But until then, we have an alternate plan that we're going to uh, execute in terms of attending service. One of the things that we're planning on doing is, like I said, either the second or third Sunday of June, we're planning on starting our services again, but meet biweekly every Sunday after that. And in the and in the bi week, we're going to uh, continue with these social media broadcasts until we see the numbers coming down and until the spirit of God speaks to us about going into service full time. Another thing we want to do at, at this time and giving you our current status is to thank the people of Seed of Life Church Houston and our church family. Uh, these people, through their prayer, support and their giving, are making the Seed of Life uh, Lifelines broadcast available to you and we don't come asking for anything from you. All we want you to do is to receive the word of God. And it's because of the covenant uh, uh, blood-bought people at Seed of Life that we're able to do that and we thank them so much for that. Now, what we're doing with this broadcast, we want to bring you the word of God in a simple, practical format for learning by the Holy Spirit. And we believe God that if you just sit here with us and hear the word of God, it's going to bless you in your spirit and it's going to cause you, amen, to grow thereby. Now, one of the things I want you to do also is to take some good notes. As the word of God is going forth, you sit down, you take you some good notes and you know, praise God, that the Holy Spirit is ministering this word from the Bible right to you. and You'll be blessed by the word of God. Now, about this current status in our nation, I'm going to tell you, it's wrong for anybody in this country to kill anybody. But especially at the hands of unjust law enforcement. What happened in Minneapolis, Minnesota with the young man from Houston is wrong and it cannot be seen any other way. So if you're a righteous person, for all my non-black uh, Christian brothers and sisters, right now you should be speaking righteous words of truth to power with love to see the hand of God come over this situation. Now, like I said, God's not sanctioning none. Of, he won't sanction none of that other stuff. All that stealing and looting and lawlessness is not from God, and you cannot expect God to be a part of that. But in terms of righteous judgment, according to Amos chapter 5, verse 24, we ought to expect God's hand to move on behalf of that man and his family. And that's all I got to say about that. So let's get into the program. Let's 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 get into the word of God. But I want you to know God is watching us at this time. It's time for the church to be the leaders in this. Thank God for all the celebrities and, and the influencers that are coming forth and and, uh, and and trying to lead 
but darkness can't lead light. The church should be speaking the truth at this hour. If you are non-black Christian and you say that you, you uh, praise God or are Christian and you believe in Jesus, when asked, you need to open up your mouth and release life-giving words about that situation and stand on the side of the word of God. See, God didn't come, uh, praise God, to, 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 to say who's right. He came to show us through his word what's right and what I'm seeing in the word, and what I'm seeing manifesting in the earth. I can only stand with what God says. We're going to stand with God because we know for a man to be killed on the street why it's being televised or videotaped is wrong. So we're asking for the power of God to, amen, be revealed in that situation. In fact, I want to pray right now for that young man and his family. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you've seen what happened, you know it all. Father God, begin to shake and move your church to action in speaking with power, amen, to bring healing to this situation. Let the church leaders stand up. Amen. Even the non-black church leaders stand up and speak truth at this hour so that the Holy Spirit's power will come in and intervene and bring peace to that situation and justice for that man and his family. In Jesus name. Amen. So let's get right into the message. Amen. We got a good word from God for you. Amen. And uh, praise God. We want to. Amen execute this word today and show you praise God what God says about it. Now we we started a series called walking in the power of God. If you're going to walk in the power of God, you're going to have to know something about God's word. And today we're going to be talking about walking in the power of God, commanding the supernatural power of faith. Let's go to Mark chapter 11. Walking in the supernatural power of God, commanding the supernatural power of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at it. Amen. Look at Mark chapter 11. I'm on, I want you to know that uh, it's time for us to speak life. Amen. The world is getting worse and worse in terms of society and the things that are coming on the world. And it's time for people who know that God to, to stand up and speak life into every dark situation that we're facing. And I want to show you today that you can command the supernatural power of faith through the word of God as you walk in God's power. Amen. In Mark chapter 11, let's start at verse number 12. It's talking about Jesus. He had just left from cleansing the temple. Praise God. And he was on his way to another ministry location. And he said this. And on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came. If happily, he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. For the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it. Jesus was talking to a fig tree right here now. No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. Amen. And his disciples heard it. Didn't say they overheard it. They heard it. They were listening to the life-giving words, amen, of Jesus. But in this instant, Jesus was speaking contrary to life. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Now watch this. Verse 15. And they came to Jerusalem and, you know, and they went in there and he cleansed the temple. Now I want you to go down to verse number 20 to see the outcome of him speaking to this fig tree. Amen. Now I'm going to show you the power of speaking supernaturally. I want to show you the power of commanding the supernatural aspect of faith. 
Amen. The Bible says in verse 20, and in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remember said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed, see he wasn't speaking life, he was cursing, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be removed and be thy cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Therefore I say unto you, Whatsoever thing you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, listen to this, when you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any that your father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father which is in heaven forgive you of your trespasses. Jesus was giving us the keys to speaking and commanding the word of God with power. Amen. One, number one, you got to believe that the words that's coming out of your mouth, amen, are going to manifest. Number two, you have to be connected to God in the spirit realm through the word of God where faith is. Glory to God. In this, in, in, I need you to understand this. In the spirit realm, words carry power. I want to say that again. In the spirit realm, words carry power. Amen. And so knowing this, that your word, your words are created for us when you have a covenant relationship with God, your words can make manifest anything that's coming out of your mouth. Amen. Your words can work for you or your words can work against you. Even at this time, we as believers ought to be speaking life giving words to that situation over there in Minnesota. Life-giving words to the situation right now in Houston. Life-giving words all over this nation where there's unrest because of injustice being perpetrated against the people of God and against God's people through unjust law enforcement. You ought to be speaking life-giving words to people when they ask you about it. Glory to God. And when you do that, speaking from a covenant perspective of God's word, the power of God can be revealed in the land and wisdom and light will come forth and peace will manifest in Jesus name. Faith filled words brings God's power on the scene for his purposes. Glory to God. Fear filled words brings what the enemy, the devil wants on the scene for his purposes. Amen. Fear filled words are words spoken by what I call spiritual cowards. You know, when you say things and you're not responsible in your speaking, you got to know that your words, amen, have created power, amen, and there are consequences to the things that you say. Glory to God. Amen. And so let me say this to you. You don't have to be an African-American to be outraged by what is taking place, amen, not just in Minnesota, but over there in Georgia and all, all around our nation. Glory to God. Now understand something. Hear me when I'm saying this. Not all non-black people are guilty and you shouldn't treat people like they are. But you got to understand that we are not I'm talking about the African-American community. We are not the same people that came up in the 30s, 40s and the 50s. And we're not going to uh, allow people just to kill us 
just because they want to. I mean, you'd be a fool to do that. There's covenant protection in the word of God for God's people, first of all. And second of all, we can release life-giving words to go before us and life-giving words to come after us and be covered in the armor of God. And we will walk in God's power and command the spirit of God in every situation, including social unrest. Amen and amen. Amen. The devil's plan has not changed. And I don't know uh, how you feel about uh, uh, the racial tension in our nation, but I want to tell you one thing about the devil. Listen real close. The devil is not a racist. You can be a racist, but he is not a racist. He wants the black man dead, the white man dead, the yellow and brown, he, and red man, he want them all dead because that's what he does. He works an orchestrated plan of death and destruction and division and unrest among the people. Jesus said it like this, in the world, you're going to always have trouble, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Only in Christ can we experience the peace of God in every situation as we speak and command the supernatural power of his word through faith. Praise God. Now, we as children of God, through the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, have been mandated to speak faith-filled words every day. I mean every day. If you can't speak in faith, keep your mouth closed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We have been mandated to speak faith-filled words because there is power supernaturally in our speaking. Faith is a supernatural force, and it comes from the written word of God. Let's look at it in Romans 10, 17. I know you know it. Let's get our eyes on it again because faith comes from the word of God. You're going to have to change your image of, of who your father is and what he will do and what he won't do. Honey, I'm telling you, that's an unjust thing that has happened in this land, but God is not going to justify, amen, your lawlessness as a cover, amen, and your outrage as a cover for operating in the land, you know, stealing and stuff like that. That's not God. That's not God. And not one group was guilty because all of them was doing it. Glory to God. Praise God. Now, just listen to the word of God. Now, God's trying to correct some things in your spirit. And if you hear it right, you walk out of here after hearing this message with power and the right mindset to deal with these situations when they come up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look at Romans chapter 10, verse 17. I said faith come out of, comes out of the word of God. Amen. The Bible says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Listen to me, folks. You can't become fixated on the news media. And hearing the stuff that's coming uh, through the media and through the news, you can't sit in front of the TV 24 hours a day listening to that hatred and, and that lawlessness and then expect God to speak to you. No, turn that down, turn it off and get on your knees and pray and say, Father God, what would you have me to do? How would you use me best in this situation? Because, Father God, this is wrong and we need to see your hand move in it. Praise God. Amen. And then you get, get into your prayer closet and you start binding and rebuking demon spirits of racism, demon spirits of unjust law enforcement, demon spirits, glory to God of hatred and, 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 and all this stuff and the spiritual wickedness all the way in the high places and release the power of the Holy Spirit on it. In Jesus name, speak words of faith against it. And you'll see the hand of God show up for you in your house. Glory to God. If you got a covenant with God. Praise God. So faith comes from the word of God. The word of God is a carrier of the supernatural power of God, which is faith. 
And let me tell you something while I'm at it. God's not a respecter of person. Acts 10, 34 says he's not a respecter of person, but for every nation that fears him and does righteousness, they are accepted by him. Glory to God. Amen. Do righteousness and God will cover you. Glory to God. When you do unrighteousness, that tell you right there, I can deduce from that that God can't cover that. He won't co-sign that and he won't sanction it. Glory to God. Amen and amen. So we're going to have to always be on the side of God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It, watch this now, the word of God, it has power in it to override anything in this earth. Amen. Any work of the devil, any demon power, including the demonic power of racism and the demon spirit of coronavirus. God's word, when you speak it out of your mouth, can do that. See, I'm ministering the word, the word of God to you, and I'm releasing the Holy Spirit's power to deal with the things that you're going through right now. And you need to receive the word of God and have the word of God's power in your life today. Now, today on the broadcast, I'm going to share a few things with you super, about these supernatural truths that are in the Bible. Amen. To make, amen, your words when you speak them manifest. I'm going to show you through the word of God that the glory of God will come with his protection for you and your life. And you'll be exempt from all the unrest. You'll be exempt from all the hatred. And you even walk free of racism. I didn't say you wouldn't be discriminated against. I'm saying it will not, amen, have an effect on you. Glory to God. Amen. Because this is nothing new. Praise God. We've been listening to this, folks. Racism has always been here. Amen. And it's going to be here. Glory to God when we leave. But I'm telling you, your assignment is to walk in love, walk with wisdom and discernment and be bold as a lion and stand for righteousness. Glory to God. Amen. And amen. Now, listen to this. The supernatural power of faith in speaking requires, watch this now, requires you to have a new way of thinking. And if you're going to have a new way of thinking, if there's going to be a paradigm shift in your life, you're going to have to get your mind renewed on the word of God. Amen and amen. I said, you're going to have to get your mind renewed on the word of God. Look at Romans chapter 12. Let's look, since we're right in that neighborhood, look at Romans chapter 12. Let's go to verse number one. Now, listen, Paul is pleading with the church to have this necessity in their life of having a renewed mind, a new way of thinking. Look what he said, Romans chapter 12, verse one. He said, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. It's the reasonable service of every man, woman, boy and girl in Christ to spend time getting their mind renewed on God's word, the true and the living God. The God in which there is none else, renewing your mind on his word so you can think like God wants you to think. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look at verse two. And it says this. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by what? The renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. You ought to be wanting to live to please God with your faith. And the only way to do it. To get your mind renewed on the word of God, because after that, honey, I'm telling you, if you don't get your mind renewed, I don't care how much you go to church. You will never be able to please God with faith without without a renewed mind, without seeking God for mind renewal. It's impossible to please him. Praise God. Look what it says in the word of God now. Amen. Look at look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse six. Can't please God. You can't have the faith of God if you don't get your mind renewed. God is the God of faith and he requires that you get to know him through his word. 
and your mind has to be renewed. Look what it says in Hebrews 11, verse six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So if you're going to walk in the power of God to command the supernatural power of faith, you have to get your mind renewed on the word of God as a requirement in the spirit room for you to do so. Now, I understand when you get your mind renewed, it causes you to see God in his word in every page. Glory to God, because God and his word are one. When you get your mind renewed, you'll begin to see Jesus in the word because Jesus is the word. And everything about the word has to do with Jesus because Jesus Christ was the word of God come in the flesh. Let's go to John chapter one. I, I think I need, need to show you that. See, this word is a supernatural word. The truth that I'm sharing with you today are supernatural truths. And if you begin to get your mind renewed and let God transform your thinking, he'll transform your life. And you'll, you'll be the head, not the tail above only, not beneath. And you'll walk in supernatural power. And when you speak, the whole spirit room will have to back up to accommodate what you said. Glory to God. Look at John chapter one. Talking about Jesus and is being God and his word is one and Jesus is the word. Look what it says. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Amen. The same was in the beginning with God and all things were made by him. See, the word now has a has agenda by him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the, and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. Praise God. This is the time that we're living in. When we, when we release the word of God, we release Jesus into every situation. Jesus is the light that the world needs right now. The light that the world needs for this racial unrest, the light that the world needs to kill off the demon spirit named coronavirus. We need to release life giving words. And when we release life giving words, we're actually releasing Jesus Christ into that situation. Look at verse number 14 of John chapter one. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace in truth. Glory to God. See, Jesus was the word. And if you're going to command the supernatural power of faith, you're going to have to learn the word of God and walk in it practically. Now, now understand something. Jesus came to show us the way to experience God practically. These broadcasts, when we teach you the word of God, we're coming from a practical standpoint of you receiving the supernatural power of God's word in your life not from a religious or a religious philosophy or a, the, uh, a position of theology, but from the working knowledge of the word of God being ministered to you by the Holy Spirit. Will you experience God today from hearing the word of God? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. God is the God of faith and we need to see him like that because wherever faith is the supernatural power of signs, wonders and miracles can take place in your life. America needs a miracle right now. America needs a miracle right now for the healing of the land from coronavirus and for the healing of the land from racial and social injustice. Glory to God. We need a miracle right now in America. But if you don't know that God, God is the God of faith that does miracles, you'll never have him perform them in your life. Look at Deuteronomy chapter, uh, 
chapter 26. Let's look at it. We're going to command the supernatural power of faith to make manifest the ability of God for America. Amen. Look at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 26. See, we're not running from it. We're not running from it and we're not backing down. See, one thing about our ministry, you know, we're we, we not big shots yet. Amen. And so we're we not worried about offending nobody. Glory to God. Amen. God is the God of righteousness. And when you speak righteousness, those people who don't want to hear about righteousness or don't like the way you're saying it, that's because they're not righteous. Glory to God. Amen. Look at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 26. Verse number eight. We serve the God of faith and where faith is, the supernatural power of God will come and manifest with signs and wonders. Look what the Bible says. Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse eight. And the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt, talking about Moses telling the people, brought us forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with outstretched arm and with an outstretched arm and with great terribleness and with signs and with wonders. God is a God of faith and that's how he operates. If you believe God can bring peace to this land and release faith, he'll do it. If you believe God can uproot and remove the deadly disease of coronavirus from out of this nation, he will do it. Glory to God. But if you don't know God like that, if you don't see him as the one that can do signs, wonders and miracles in a moment, then you won't see God like that. You won't ha have his power operative in your life. Now, listen to this. You've been called to this moment to work in God's power and command the supernatural power of faith. That's the time we live in it. I mean, the world, I mean, the world is looking for people who know how to operate in supernatural power. The world is looking for people who understand the anointing of faith. And I'm going to tell you something. It is at this hour that the that God, the God of faith, is looking for people who will operate properly in his word. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 34. We're going to hurry now. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 11. Amen and amen. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 11, talking about God is a God of faith, and wherever faith is, the supernatural power of signs and wonders will manifest. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 11, and in all the signs and wonders which the Lord sent him to do, talking about Moses, in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his servants, and in all his land, and in all that mighty hand and in all that great terror which Moses showed in the sight of all Israel, God will send you to do it. Glory be to God. He will send you to do it if you stand in faith. Watch this now. The church is the most powerful institution on the face of the earth. Yet it operates with little or no power. Amen. They don't operate in the Bible power. They may operate in, in sermons and and, and, and theology and stuff like that. But, but for the most part, believers, when I say the church, I'm not talking about the denomination or the, or the building that you attend. I'm talking about the individual does not operate on a daily basis in supernatural power. And we're called to do that. Why? Because the church needs to grow up and come under the supernatural inheritance, amen, of Jesus Christ and know what their inheritance is and know what's in their DNA. Look at Galatians chapter four. Verse one, look at Galatians chapter four, verse number one. Let's look at it. Amen. Hope I'm not moving too fast, but we got to get through here. Amen. Galatians chapter four. And if we don't get through, we'll just make it part one and come back and give you part two. Praise God. Galatians chapter 
what did I say? Four, verse one. Here, here it is. This is what the church needs to do. The church needs to grow up. The Bible says in Galatians four, verse one. Now, I say that an heir, as long as he is a child, different nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. Understand that. Glory to God. In one translation, it said he's no different from a slave. If you don't grow up into the knowledge of God in his word, you will never be able to have the power of God in your life. Amen. So it's all about faith. Like I said, in Hebrews 11, verse six says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Amen. Without faith and operating in it every day, you're not pleasing God with your life. You got to show God some faith every day. Romans 1:17 says this. Herein the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, for it is written, the just shall live by faith. God wants you to live by faith. Faith brings the arm of God to bear on the scene with all his power and his authority. Let's go to one more place, and then we're going to make this part one, because I got a few things I want to say to you. Look at Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1. Praise God. I hope you're receiving this. Now, we're, we're initiating uh uh, uh, a line of thinking for you that you can command the hand of God. And God wants you to know that if you speak his word, he'll be on the scene and do what you want him to do. Look at Isaiah chapter 53, verse one. This is what the word of God says now. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Remember, the arm of the Lord is his power and ability unto man in this earth to make known signs, wonders, and miracles for the purposes of God. Amen. Who has, who has the arm of God been revealed? Most believers uh, have no idea or knowledge of the supernatural power of God that they're called to live by. And the devil does not want you to learn how to live by faith because he knows that when you learn to live by faith, his days of stumping all over your life is over. Glory to God. Amen. Let's look at it and we'll stop. Second Corinthians chapter four. I want you to know that you are speaking spirit. You need to begin to speak life giving words in this hour. If you're a Christian and you love the Lord and you have blood. You have a covenant with God. God needs you to stand up and speak to this dark hour and command that it go in Jesus name. Now understand one thing I like about God, you don't have to go and demonstrate. You can't if that makes you feel good, pop your collar. But I'm going to tell you something. If you get in your prayer closet, you will accomplish more in your prayer closet by declaring and decreeing an end to the racial, this, this, the, the principality of racism that has parked itself over America. And you can command his power to be broken and release the power of the Holy Spirit in the blood of Jesus. And you'll see a better amen America in no time at all. Glory to God. Let's look at it. Look at it. Uh, we're speaking spirits. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. The Bible says this. We have in the same spirit of faith, according to as it is written, I believe and therefore I've spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. Today on Seed of Life Lifelines, I want you to come into an understanding that you are a speaking spirit and the power of the living God is needs you right now to stand up with a renewed mind and begin to speak truth to power and begin to speak righteous words of life in this country at this hour. Well, it is all I have for you today on this segment. We'll make that part one. And we're going to come back with part two. So you tune in next week for the conclusion 
of commanding the supernatural power of God and learning to speak supernaturally. Amen. We want you to be able to leave out of, out of this session, learning the word of God and operate in it in a practical way. If you need to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, all you have to do is repeat this prayer after me. I mean, it won't take long. It'll bring you right into the family of God and qualify you to begin to operate in this word. Say this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know without you I'm lost. Dear Lord Jesus, I don't want to be lost. I know without you I'd die and go to hell. Jesus, I don't want to die and go to hell. I want to make you my Lord and Savior. I repent of my doubt and unbelief and all the sins of my past, and I ask and I pray that you come into my heart and renew me right now and make me your child. I ask you to have mercy on me and forgive me of all the sins of my past. I repent of my doubt and unbelief. I believe you are the son of God. I believe you died for all my sins. I believe God raised you from the dead. Jesus, I make you my Lord and Savior. My friend, I believe when you said that prayer, you got born again. And I believe you're a part of the family of God. Now, until next week, I want you to tune in for the conclusion of part two of commanding the supernatural power of faith. And we're going to get to the end of this thing and we're going to show you how to walk in the power of God. Until next week, I'm Pastor Ellis Stelly on behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the people of Seed of Life Church Houston, our anointed church family. We say this to you one more time. Live supernaturally. Speak life. See you next week.